how did you how did you get hooked up by your, on any Christmas? I got. How was your Christmas? My Christmas was phenomenal. I had a little bit of uh, an overeating uh, <laughs> attack where my food uh, uh, attacked you. Attacked your me. food yeah, attacked. It you? was a uh, you think you're you think you're in charge here, friend. You're not. Yeah. The food said. Uh, like you had like some stomach issues. Oh, so some, yeah. Whoa! So, but it was all self-inflicted. It was like <laughs> I'm gonna have that fifth piece of pie and just yeah. knock it out, you know. And then, wow! It Welcome was... to the podcast, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you are listening to a local church podcast hosted by my dad, Pastor Ryan Marco. Be sure to leave a review and share this resource. Love God, love people, make disciples. So, whoa, yeah, you had a lot of food. I ate a lot of food. over the break. I, you but know, it's Christmas. It is Christmas, and I rationalized it's it the that holidays. way. I really did. Like all. It's like Disney money, right? It doesn't really count, <laughs> you know. And and How all dare the calories, you, sir. How dare you? all the calories that I ate for Christmas and for it's really it's gone on since Thanksgiving. I mean, really? No, you on the podcast you said I several, know. I think four or five ago, like, well, hey, yeah. I'm not doing this anymore. I said I'm, I'm not living doing, life. Yeah, keto. getting all fat and sassy. I and I here here I am, world. <laughs> I am I have arrived at fat and sassy. No, that's awesome. That's it, good. It, I, you know, but you have to deal with the consequences. There are consequences. Yeah. I had a, like a sit down meeting with my family where I was like, "Okay, nope. fam, I'm growing sideways, wow. and this isn't going to work for me. So I've got to make some changes, and I don't want to do it alone." In yeah. 2023, you know, we talked. I think the last time we were here, which was what two months ago, it was two <laughs> weeks ago. Sorry, guys. We uh, I got COVID again, yeah, uh, which knocked me out of even preaching, um, and then. The week after that, you know, we didn't do a podcast. It's right. just kind of sad. So. I know. It's been a long time. But However, gonna... the very last time we talked, yeah. I mentioned, uh, or maybe it was the last, I don't know, recently, I mentioned resolutions. We talked about them. Yes, yes. Um, and I think I'm going to add to my resolutions. Because you warned me, Ryan, Allen, don't put it out there into existence. Yeah, you put it on the world and you got to do it. But I here's the it. thing. the Statistically speaking, most people... 80% of the people don't get past two weeks. I know. And then it's like, you're so, going to be successful for you know 14 days. About, and then after that, yeah. And here's my thing. Uh, my problem with that. 80%. Like, personally. But here's the deal. Yeah. Like, I'll hit day 15 and think, I just beat I just 80% the of people. So <laughs> that's good enough. Like, yeah. I'm better than 80% of people. Yeah. I know, you know? No, I, I was thinking about this last night, actually, in the shower. That's where I do most of my thinking. But <laughs> it was like, what was it? it it was very deep, <laughs> and I can't remember it. Uh, no, it was it was uh, most psychosemantic. You know, people will tell you you have to set goals to be successful. All now, right. here's what I want to say. I, I I call no on that. Okay. All right. So a lot of people say I've got to do a 14 day goal or a 30 day goal, and I got to hit those and. Is that as long as I hit these little increments, you know, then I'll be successful. Right. Um, Emma, my daughter, who's a junior in high school, did an interview. She interviewed me on like what is success, and I boiled it down to this. And I don't know if this is smart or if this is just you know me trying to be cool, but <laughs> this is what I'm. This is what I'm going to go with for the rest of my life. I think. Wow. Yeah. This is like feels like a moment. It. I. 
it was a moment for me as she was interviewing me. Like okay. it was my daughter, interview, yeah. a 16 year old girl asking her dad, what, is, what success? is success? So in my mind, it's almost like, are you proud of me, dad? Like how, what, what is going to make you proud? Like it was a, it was a moment for me. Okay. Lay it on me. Every human being that is in existence has been created in the image of God. There is a God DNA, right? There's a God, you know, substance to humanity. Okay. Male and female, both. With that comes along with talents, giftedness, spiritual gifts, you know, all that kind of thing. My idea of success has changed drastically since this interview. All right. If you use those God-given talents, abilities, and giftedness to serve him and to love others, that is success. No matter what the world says on like, is your finances, you know, going right. to be great? Right. Um, is your popularity great? Right. Your reputation, all that kind of stuff. Success isn't what the world tells you success is. Yeah. Success is, am I doing that which God has given me the ability to do? Right, and I'm gonna I want to mention one of the resolutions from Jonathan Edwards again that we did before, but right. I think that's where success lies. Now, people are gonna say, "Well, how do you equate success? How do you evaluate it?" Right? Okay, so, measure. So, how do you yeah, measure? Do you, success? Yeah. Um, I told you, I'm not smart. Right. <laughs> the the measurement isn't in you know again the measurement isn't in those little 15 day goals, those 20 day goals. It's am I using what God has given me to serve him and to love others, right? I mean, I think that's... I think that's, that's the measure? The, I think that's the measure. For me. Yeah. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, you're like, man, this guy's nuts. I don't cool. think it's nuts. I think that just for, you know... Uh, and I want to go back. Sorry. I okay. go, because because a 16-year-old girl is asking her dad, like, yeah, what is success? Is it a paycheck? Like, am I going to go to college to get the most money I can possibly I hear you. get? I, I, but then you see people who have done that and are regret, like, I've missed out on a lot of life because I've been chasing after this paycheck. I thought this totally, paycheck was totally. going to be success. I, right? You know, I think this this boils down to the difference between what, you know, the human definition of success and, like, the, the maybe the godly definition of success. Like, uh, well, uh, Wait, I want to stop you there because I'm going to challenge you on that. Okay. What's, you say what you just said. I, I think it boils human, human definition idea, of success and then, and then the godly definition of success. Yeah. Uh, I think that the godly definition of success is what you're talking about, where it's like, I've given you these talents. Are you using them to benefit me, to, to yeah. bring me glory? That's what I mean by that. Not that we have to live up to some measure for God. I think it's, sure. I think, you know, like he's keeping score. But I mean, like, you know, are, are you, can you identify success in that realm versus the human realm, which is very much about, statistics and you know from a church standpoint even butts in the seat and you know how many how many uh you know how many dollars have you brought in you know for your offering and those kinds yeah. of things I, my my not that i have any qualms with what you're saying but i do think that there is some value in having a measurement and having a a benchmark and the 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 genesis of this entire conversation was you know setting goals for yourself and yeah. and, and trying to reach those goals so you know the argument against setting goals and and having a benchmark that you're shooting for, I don't think necessarily the antithesis of that argument is I'm just going to rest in the in the in the fact that I'm serving God. But I think that's where the freedom is for me right now. Yeah. In, in in my life at 45 years old, just turned 45. Like 
when when you when you separate human goal or human idea of success and then godly idea of success, I I think you're I think you're doing a disservice to the idea of what success is, right? So mm -hmm. and not saying anything against you, but I'm no 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 I get he, it. He, I don't take he, it personally. I saw a video and it was from like the 1980s or something, and a guy was like complains like we pay sports you know yeah. you know athletes two million six million dollars a year because it's taking our mind off what's really important now is sports really important definitely not in the grand scheme of things, no right? right is my is my paycheck right now really that important in the grand scheme of things no no now does it help me pay my bills sure right right and so the idea of success if you just say, let's say secular not human right okay i would say secular yeah that's better is 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 these goals these attainable things you know all the leadership books say you got to have attainable goals to meet your to meet your or attainable uh um steps to meet your goal right whatever if we do that with godliness or if we do that with you know spiritual things what hu what being a human is all about right yeah am i am i using the gifts talents am am i being the person that god has called me to be and if i'm not I'm not going to ever be successful, right? Yes. And now, now this is a metaphysical argument, or, or, or for for me, it, it's 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 transcends more than just what I see in front of me right now, right? Right. So for me to be a successful pastor, how many people are showing up, right? How what's our offering look like? Yep. What what is our sermons? Are they are they good? Are they applicable? Things like that. Those are measurable, right? Right. But I've I'm going past that, and I don't know. I haven't I haven't transcended anything. I, but I'm, but I'm saying that moving forward, my idea of success is, am I doing all that I can with what God has given me? And yeah. if I'm doing that, I'm, I'm successful. No matter what anyone else says like about Pastor Ryan, does Pastor Ryan, in his heart of hearts, you know, with right. integrity say, I'm doing everything I can that God has given me to do? I like, to, to. I like that, the word. That's, that's yeah. where I'm at. I like because the word I'm, integrity. Yeah, I want to move past the... That secular idea of what success is. Sure. Yeah. Sure. That's for me. I, I agree. And yeah. I think that your definition allows you to put your head down on the pillow at night and say, you know, I've run the race. Yeah. Uh, I mean, each night I should ask my, I right. think all Christians, like, am I using what God has given me to, to love him or to serve him and to love others? Right. And that's, to, yeah. I think to bring that's him yeah. glory. Yeah. I think that is, I think that's a great. Now, is it measurable? measurable? Right. Right. So that's, that's the other thing. But uh, should it be measurable? Well, well, for for Ooh. for we, yes, I think yes. Uh, for me, right, as a pastor or as just as a believer, as a follower of Christ, when I wake up each day, am I selfish, right. or am I serving Him? I agree. Right, I can measure that. And at the end of the day, if I'm honest with myself, I can say, "Bro, <laughs> you're yeah. missing the mark here." Right yep. now, not that God is keeping tabs, but that it should be. My heart should be moved right uh sorrowful when i don't serve and love god and love others right um but in our world that's not the idea of success the right. idea of success okay. is what does my paycheck look like what does my house look like what does my car look like that kind of thing fair enough yeah fair enough and i've fallen into that right i know so, yeah so maybe like full circle come back yeah. around we yeah, started yeah. talking <laughs> about resolutions and those kinds of things maybe we shouldn't like define our success um, with with the rubric of secular you know, right, culture, right? Right. Culture doesn't think... culture doesn't get to define what I believe. You know, my right. faith, right? It, it doesn't get to define me. True. Right? 
I don't I think. think there's necessarily there's there's anything necessarily, and I don't think you're making this argument, but I don't think there's yeah. anything necessarily wrong with setting goals for yourself no, that are no. measurable. If, yeah, if you're younger, you've got to set goals to get out of high school, things like all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Pastor Ryan has moved past. I don't have to worry about school, <laughs> right? I don't have to worry about you know grades. Right. Now I am working on a master still, right? But but here, I, I don't know if it's just because I'm getting older. I am not going to be defined by what people say about Pastor Ryan, right? Does that yes. make sense? No, totally. My idea of success, and this all came about from an interview for a school right, project. Right. My idea of success is, are you using what God has given you for his glory and serving others? Right. That's it. You can measure that, I think. I think so, yeah. too. And if, and if we're looking only at success... Your definition is fine. I'm just talking about, I guess my head's going toward like leadership, toward like, you know, uh, maybe just the stuff. And I don't want to yeah. define that as success. I want to yeah, no, just... I think mine is more broad, right? Mm-hmm. It is broad. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's a, I think following Christ for me for at this point in my life is a lifestyle. It's, it's 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 what should define me, right? Um, totally agree. I, I that's where I'm headed this and year. And I'm not <laughs> 2023. I, I know, and yeah. and I, I feel like each time that it comes back to me, I'm like, yeah, but, and that's not <laughs> no, what I'm no, saying. No, 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 no. I'm not saying yeah, but. I'm just simply saying that to set a goal for myself. Yeah. In 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 I mean, any facet of life, yeah. whether it's my my weight or uh, the the number of books I read in a year or you know exercise whatever, I don't think any of that is in refute to your definition of success. I think it can walk side by side. Yeah, I mean, look, you could have goals for life, right? Right. So each day you wake up, brush your teeth. That's a goal. Yeah. I'm going to brush my teeth twice a day, three times a day, whatever. Those are goals, yeah. Do it for the glory of God, (laughs) right? Do it with the abilities that you've given. Now, I want to go back just before we move on, and unless you have some more to kind of add to this. I'm going to go back to the Jonathan Edwards resolution, right? Because yeah. it's, it's it, I think it's just as broad as what kind of I've I've defined. Now, you can listen to this podcast and just say Pastor Ryan's a loony, and I like Ryan's idea, whatever. <laughs> that, that's, this is Pastor Ryan is is for 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 me, right? This is where I'm headed. Yeah. Um. But Jonathan Edwards, his first resolution of seventy that he's written over the or over his years was this: I will do whatever I think be most to God's glory. And my own good, profit and pleasure for as long as I live. That's the first one. Yeah. Like, do everything I can for the glory of God and then what benefits me. But you can also say what helps others or serves others, sure. loves others. Right? That kind of thing. Uh, that's where I'm headed. 2023, man. I like it. But with that, we have some end of the year yeah. <laughs> podcast <laughs> sets. Right? Our- we went really deep really early and we probably shouldn't have went that deep. Uh, okay. That was my fault. It's but, all right. However... Well, there's some podcast stats. Unless you want to wrap it up, wrap it up from your side. And I, don't, we'll I don't. I don't. I mean, I feel like we just said stats aren't important, and now we're moving into stats. Yeah. Well, I mean, no, no, no. I do not gauge this on how successful we are as a podcast, a local church podcast. Because this is, I was blown away by some of these. Yeah. Um. Because I, this is from Spotify, right? So okay. So let me let's just clarify for the yeah. dear listener. You are not defining yourself by the world's definition of success. Yeah, I mean, so however, and, and people were like, "Well, that's not, that's not fair." Everybody else does. No, I'm removing myself from the <laughs> cultural definition of what success is. Right? So, you can do that with your life. But you are not saying that cultural definitions of achievement or whatever are are bad. I don't think they're important. Well, then why are we doing this next segment? Yeah, so because we wanted to wrap the we wanted to wrap the end of the year with like here's some things that came out and 
it had you'll 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 understand what these stats are when, yeah. when we say because it, it's not there's nothing to do with success on these stats. Oh, it's okay. like here's some information about your podcast. Yeah. That we want that we thought was interesting. Now this is from Spotify. This is not from us. I know. This is from Spotify. Right? I, I, so. I maybe sinfully I find a little bit of pride in this. I know you <laughs> say I know you're saying you don't, but I think it's kind of cool. No, I, it's very interesting the yeah. the numbers because I was like, where did Spotify? And because I was like, some dude in his basement's doing this. <laughs> Spotify is putting their this is theirs. Yeah, right? go for it. Um, and so I'm gonna jump in. I think I can pause it because I'm gonna read some stats as we go, and then we can. I think we can pause and then talk about it the uh, first one that comes up oh it's a like a real it's like a slide thing okay gotcha uh so in 2022 you did your thing the people loved it is what they said that's the very first slide <laughs> right so that starts to like get the heart pump like hey i feel good about myself yeah now, right sure um so slide that's slide number one number two is coming in and it says that there's a lot of cool fancy transitions that yeah. is still going on okay uh, here it is you created 1384 minutes of new content now that's cool in itself. We, a thousand three hundred eighty-four minutes. Let's say fourteen hundred minutes. Okay. Of new content. That's us, right? Right. That we have put, Here, put out into the here's world. Here's what I thought was like crazy. Yeah. That's more than eighty-four percent of other creators in the religion and spirituality category. So just quantity. Just by we're cranking just it out. Eighty-four percent more than other creators in our category. Yeah. Now. I don't know what other Christian podcasts are under, right? Right. It, it ain't under religion and spirituality. Sure. I mean, maybe there are. I like, would say for every you know one of us, there are eight people who were like, "I'm going to start a podcast," and then yeah. they just stopped, you know. And so their content creation is you know thirty minutes, yeah. and they just so do their thing. so this first one, it's not a measure of success. It's just like here's what we've observed. Yeah, your fourteen hundred minutes of new content is eighty four percent more than other religion and spirituality categories. So I want to know what other pot, if you're listening to other podcasts, email us a local church podcast at gmail.com and see what category they're under. What, what, what are they potting under? Potting? Wow. Po yeah. Casting. What, yeah, are they pot, casting? what are they casting under? What are they recording? Like, what is their topic? Right. Cause if you, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not under what we're under. Gotcha. I would say so we are. I mean, if you go to, Religion if, and if spirituality. If you go to Apple, yeah. Spotify, Google Podcasts, um, Anchor, uh, whatever you listen to your podcasts on, the religion and spirituality category, okay. that's us. We're under religion and spirituality. Yeah. And so 13%, well, 16% yeah. of whoever's under that category makes more content than us. Yeah. But that's not a lot. I <laughs> agree. <laughs> so um, we're cranking it out. Right. So, But there has to be other podcasts that are doing more than us and oh yeah, yeah. Uh, i mean 16 percent yeah. doesn't seem like there's that many so it's, your question the, then is, is what's the category yeah yeah are they uh, do they define themselves as entertainment yeah is that Whatever, a category yeah. there's I what i think that could there's be there's a lot self-help comedy is, is, a, is a, yeah <laughs> well yeah but nobody's gonna maybe <laughs> we can put ourselves under comedy uh there <laughs> we're pretty funny right but um uh there but there that, that's the first lot right okay not really measure success just like hey here's what you're doing and it's beating out this other percentage, right? So 84%, we're making more content. Okay. Just on, on the podcast. Next slide. Here we go. More transitions. Yeah. It's, it's nice I would I would say that anyone who was looking for us in the past two weeks would disagree with that. Statement. Oh, because we, we because messed we've up. Been we silent. skipped a week. Yes, we have been silent. Uh, okay. Uh, one of the episodes that really grabbed your listeners' attention 
Can you guess your number one? It gives us three category, three podcasts. Three options? Yeah, to guess from. Number 49, Truth in Times of Chaos. That was the title okay. of number 49. Number 50, Opening Day Shenanigans. Yes. <laughs> and number 57, Denominations, Who's Right? Huh? Which, which, which podcast do you think grabbed the most listeners' attention? Well, I, you know, I, I joined... one is from March, uh-huh. April, and then May in that in that in that sequence. You know, I joined the podcast uh, sporadically in the beginning of the year. Yeah. I was only on it a couple times. And you then, were on the opening day shenanigans. That's the one yeah. I'm guessing because right, so, I was on it. So I'm going to pick it just because that's your guess. That's my right? guess. Yeah, I think I've already seen it, so I can't. Oh. I can't. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so let's. I'm going to pick number. 50. He said, "Nice try." Oh, try again. Darn. Right? Okay, then I'm going to go with denominationalism. That right. seems like one that if, Who's if right? nobody were listening to us and they were just found our podcast and they that would be a hot button like, right. "Oh, I want to <laughs> I'm going to check that one yeah, out." Yeah, here we go. Click. Nice. Try again. Oh, and so it, it was... is Truth in Times of Chaos. I like it. Uh and so I'm going to click it. It's going to do some more transitions. Fancy transition. Nobody 191% more streams than your average episode wow. on that one episode, Truth yeah. in Times of Chaos. Number 49, if you're listening, go back and listen to number 49 because apparently it was popular. Wow. Yeah. I wonder, like your mom must have listened to that 16 <laughs> times. <laughs> uh, that's good. Yeah. Next transition, there's some more. Do you recall uh, what that one was about? I know you're. we're moving forward. Uh, there, There's a lot. So the Times of Chaos, it was 2022. Right. Uh, it was April. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure what was going on around April. Could I? I it, it could have been a lot about uh, the Bible, like is what sure. true things like that. Um, I would say because I mean that's kind of what our podcast is about. Um, but yeah, go back and listen to it. Number forty nine. Okay, sorry. The next slide says your podcast loves to travel, and it's got a globe spinning around, and it's going to tell us. I guess the listenership uh, of where that's from. Your top country was, you guessed it, United States. United States. <laughs> but we do, we are we are worldwide. We, we are I think the next in line. I think I want to say Germany is next. Um there there is like 16 different countries that but now again with that it could be VPN thing, right? So sure. like if you turn on your VPN, you can make yourself look like you're in Mexico. And still listen to the podcast, and I think it would pick it up, right? So, so not a measure of success, just an interesting fact of just like where are people listening? So fifty nine percent of our listeners, is that what you said? Fifty nine? Uh, no, that's oh. the next. Oh, that's, I was that's, I that's looked on your thing. screen there. So a majority of our listeners are in America. Yeah. So Got it. Got it. somewhere between May twenty two and May twenty eight, fifty nine percent more listeners. We just went straight up. Yeah. We just had a big giant. We jump. jumped. Is Sorry. that when I joined? Could be. I would say. <laughs> I think not. That's your measure of success right there. It's like you know, when you join this podcast, it it, it went up. Um, what are your local podcast listeners like? What I guess this like? is. I guess they're, this is gender, maybe, and age. Uh, they're good people. <laughs> you know, they're common. It's folks. calculating listeners' personalities, which I don't know how it does that. Yeah, I would. I mean, I I subscribe to this. How does it even know what kind of person I am? Uh, I don't. I don't if, know that I. I uh, all right. It says this. It your me. listeners' personality or podcast personality is the time traveler. Uh-huh. Your fans are audio time travelers. They seek out podcasts that are new to them, regardless of whether they're new to the rest of the world. 
So I guess we've had a lot of first-time listeners, Got I would it. say, because that's why they're time travelers. I don't like that. That's a weird thing to even... Yeah. Maybe they're just like, you're in a podcast, not very good. Let's give them something. <laughs> Could Your be listeners Thanks, are Spotify. Travelers. Uh, we did do a video podcast, which mm-hmm. you could go on anchor.fm yeah, and look I've at one of those. One. There's one that's like a video. It's was it like an experiment. We yes. tried, we're trying it to do my thing. There you go. Um, I think those, I think that's, that's the it? kind of the big, that was so the really, quantity, really we're, the we're, first we're one cranking it out. Yeah. Yeah. Really like, the first one, 84% more than other content creators. I don't, I don't. Oh, know. here we go. This one, this one's good. This one's good. Oh, this okay. is what I want to get to. This is it. Then we'll, we'll, we'll move on from this. Okay. Uh, your podcast saw lots of gains. So it says your podcast is working out right Yeah. Here. All right. Some gains. It's showing the gains. Hours. 669% more hours this year than last year. Of listening? Of. That it's been listened to? Sure. I don't know. It doesn't, it doesn't specify. Up 669%. So from the years past, not many listeners. Yeah. I know who you are if you're listening. We know who exactly who That's you are. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so thank you. The second thing on this is 336% more streams than last year. So people are actually wow. listening. They're, yeah. they're streaming our, our content. 300% is Our big. followers have gone up 150%. You know, that's not a measure of success, but... I don't know where... It, you can either follow on Apple, right? Spotify. You can follow it. You yeah. Show when so you get does, subscribe, so, I guess. Yeah. So and this is only Spotify. Yeah, this is just from Spotify. Well, sure. I would say yes. So there could be even more than that. Yeah. If you're listening on Spotify, why? Go to Apple. Stop <laughs> Stop the Android stuff and just go to Apple and listen to it there. That's where I, that's where I listen to it. I listen to my podcasts on Apple, but I listen to Spotify not for podcasts, but for music. Yeah, but that's 150% more followers than last year. Yeah. And then 50% more listeners. That's, okay. That's the last category, I would say. So those are some pretty cool yeah. cool stats. Yeah. So this Like past, the trend line is, amount, is we're, pointing we're moving up. up. Yeah, yeah, this last year was, was fairly good um, in the podcast world. I Googled or searched online somehow or another. There is... Another podcast called Local Church. There, there are a bunch called The Local Church yeah. and Local Church. Right? Yeah, that's, I found one of those. I got an idea. Okay, uh, for uh, a podcast name moving in the forward. No, we're not going to change it anytime soon. But Bible Talk. Okay. Church Talk. Yeah. Something like that. I don't know. But I like a local church what podcast. Was the, what was the Dana Carvey Church Lady? Church Lady. <laughs> yes, church, church it was, Talk. It, it was. Uh, it was church lady. Yeah. Yeah. There is. So here's the audience. I'm just going to run down. And then, we'll, then we'll, we'll jump to the next uh, agenda thing. Uh, 95% of our listeners are United States. Right? Okay. 95%. 4% Germany. That is number two. There you go. You, were, you nailed it. 1% Canada. And then, and then India, Sweden, El Salvador, France, Philippines, Afghanistan. Those are the ones that are listed. Hmm. Uh, Australia, Zambia, United Kingdom, United Arab Emirates, and Singapore. All those are 1% or less. Okay. Um, so it's just like some bot out there that could be to or a VPN. Yeah. A VPN okay, could be um, 60% listen on Apple Podcasts. Wow. And so you just hurt the feelings of 40% of our listeners. 21% from the web browser, which I'm not sure what that means. 7% of Spotify. Yeah. But so. uh, What's Amazon a, Alexa, 4%. That's you, probably. That is me. I do. That's awesome. Uh, when, that, when we put them out, I tell my I tell my Alexa to, to put it on. on. So just from Spotify, the average age is 17 and under. 
What? That's just Spotify numbers on there. So that's our our children. Yeah, Spotify, <laughs> gender, male 80%, female 20%. Whoa. Hey, I don't care. I don't care what the numbers say. Yeah, so that's not our definition. That's our year-end stats, right? Uh, and so we're mm-hmm. moving in the right direction. We're, we're creating content, even though we skipped a week. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you're listening to this, wherever you're listening to, whatever, you know, uh, platform, like, share, subscribe, you know, review it. I like it. the share part. Uh, reviewing yeah. helps us bump up in the listening. Like, so, so people can, can find see us. Yeah. 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 The algorithms and all that stuff. So, Happy New Year. It is. We're moving we, into we the have, Happy New we've Year. Been we talked talking about for quite a bit. We, yeah, we, resolutions we, and all that stuff. Yeah, it is. We are days away from 2023. Yes. There's a couple things I want to mention, local church-wise, and then I want to get into some things that you found. Sure. Um, the first thing is Mount Moriah Baptist Church. We're centrally located between Shelby County, Spencer County, Anderson County. We'd love to have you visit. Uh, check out our website, www.nmbcky.org. And if you're our listener in the Philippines, you know, it, it's okay if you can't make it. Yeah, I mean, we understand we can't visit, but we do stream online. <laughs> we do. On Facebook. You Send can us check an us out. email. Let us know you're there. Uh, MMBCKY community is the hashtag or the how you find us on Facebook. Right? Yeah. So and on our page. Our podcast is a local podcast at gmail.com. Right? A local church podcast oh, at gmail.com. Yeah, that's our email. Yeah. yeah. All one word a local Shoot. church podcast. Uh, we have a Bible reading plan uh, yes. for this year, for 2023. How, how did you... Uh, I'm interrupting. Yeah. I'm sorry. I want to I want to know your... your uh, I know you don't measure yourself <laughs> by you know human standards of success, but I, how did you do this year? Like, what's your take on your Bible reading? Uh, I would I would say having a plan helps a lot, right? Yeah. Uh, even someone on Facebook recently was like, how do I get into reading my Bible? How do I stay consistent? Things like that. Sure. I said have a plan, right? Yep. So we use the McShane. I, I typically use the McShane reading plan, or I use a thing called the Psalms, right? I read the Psalms. Each month I start over at, at one, yep. Psalm 1, and go through Psalm. So I, I know you and I know, but for somebody who may just be, yeah. who hasn't gone to our resources website or whatever, talk, what is the McShane? Uh, yeah, so if you, go to, if you go to the mmbcky.org Bible reading plan you know, page, the McShane reading plan is there. It is... Four chapters yeah. a day for a year, and you'll go through um, the entire Bible in one year. McShane and, is and not just the entire Bible in one year. You do the New Testament twice, yeah. and the Psalms and yeah. Pro- Proverbs. Psalms and Proverbs twice. Yeah, um, and the Old Testament once. Yeah, McShane, old pastor, theologian from fifteen, sixteen hundreds, I believe. Yeah, um, and he came up with a plan. He's like, I want to be in the Bible more. Uh, my measure is I never get through the McShane reading plan. Yeah. I, there's always a gap in between. Uh, different months I go back to the Psalms um, and so I don't ever finish it completely um, I didn't this year yeah how, 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 how about you I did not I did yeah. not finish it this year and it was my goal I it was, was a big I think it was like summertime it kind of like that's interesting kind of got went weird mine was the latter yeah. part the, the the fourth quarter of the of the game um, <laughs> you know my uh, I lost my dad this year um, and really uh, my life got out of balance in a lot of different ways and 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 ashamedly i say you know my my consistency in reading the bible you know kind of fell apart not fell apart but was in more inconsistent it was interrupted yeah it was um you know i had a pretty good rhythm for the first part of the year i was on pace yeah um and then uh, on pace with following the mcshane study and you know toward the latter part of the year i i i can see now i'm not going to make it so you know you can catch up somebody posted (laughs) 
uh, like six days on Facebook. I forgot. I know it's on Twitter. It's like, hey, if you're following this, the McShane, because most, yeah. most, you know, reformed conservative, you know, Christians follow McShane if, if, if they do a reading plan. And like, you got six more days, and he outlined six days of how to catch up and yeah. complete it. Uh, it was funny, uh, yeah. but but it was good. But we're, uh, were you finished? Sorry. I, I, I read the entire New Testament yeah. and a couple times, not twice. I read the entire New Testament once, read all the Psalms, read all the Proverbs, and it was the Old Testament that I I, I kind of bogged down in the prophet part toward the end. Um, yeah. So... Uh, I, I, we, you and I were chatting about this off air a couple days ago. Um, you know, I have a, I have a new thought that I want I'm going to do this year, and I, and you, I think you've already put the resource online, so it's there if you're interested in it. I, I really like the idea of if I'm going to read, say, for example, you know, in in First Samuel, the, the you know, you know, the the, the adventures of what's happening with with Israel, and and they want a king, and then we get into like the, you follow that story through David, and there's so much of David's reign, and you know, his 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 kingdom that is such a huge part of that Old Testament, and then you go read the Psalms, and and they're they're separate. It's a lot of the Psalms are David's mindset as he's going through his life, yeah. right? I like the idea of weaving that into the narrative story. Yeah, chronological. And so chronological yeah. Is, is how most folks refer to that. And so, like, you read either David's psalm that he writes before he goes into battle or the psalm he writes in response to, you know, the sin he's committed or whatever it may be as you're reading the narrative. Yeah. That seems really interesting I to me. I don't know that we have... I don't know if there's any resource exactly like that. I think okay. we could put that together and, yeah. and I think promote that. That would be really cool. Um, what we're going to go with is the blue letter... Yep. Uh, it's close. Blue letter plan. It's a one-year chronological plan. Uh, Genesis going through Revelation. Uh, it'll be on Mount Moriah Baptist Church, you know, mmbcky.org, Bible reading plan, that page. Um what was I going to say about it? There was something else I was going to say about it. I think at one time oh, I even... Go yeah. ahead. No, you go. No, there's... Uh, with any Bible reading plan, right? Most people say, oh, find a devotional and go that way. I would say steer clear of devotionals if you're looking to read the Bible, right? Devotionals are a pastor or a theologian. Somebody in their own private personal time had some thoughts. They wrote it down. That was th with them and God, right? Yep. Uh, and I, 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 I want to stress that because you can write your own devotional through daily reading the Bible, right? You um, put out, you, you for our church, a really cool resource that was uh, uh, available. I think you bought books for the church or something like that. It was called Pray Through the Bible. Yes. That I read this year. Uh, and it was a really neat resource that, that stressed what you're talking about yeah. right now. It was, you know, there is, there's a way that you can read scripture and pray about it and basically make your you own can, devotional. Yeah, you can do your, I mean, so, yeah, and I'm going to get into one of the resources I'm going to talk about at the, at the end. But there's, I would say, three things. One, find a Bible reading plan, right? Yeah. Whether it's one year in the Bible, whether it's two years, whether it's a five-year Bible reading plan, right? Find a plan that you can have and you can mark and see where you are, right? Yep. That's, that would be the first thing. The second thing is be consistent. So whatever day you're going to be reading, whatever time of day you're going to read the Bible, do that each day. Don't skip around. Don't do one night, one morning, one afternoon. It's True. Not, you're not gonna. You're not the gonna stick with it, right? That's so, where I fell apart. Yeah. Um, so if it's in the morning, do it every morning, at the same time, and just stick with it. And the and the third thing I would say is have a notebook and a pencil beside you when you come up across any questions, anything that's like I don't know what this means, I don't know what this word means. Write it down 
and then do some research, you know, throughout the day on, yeah. on what that actually is. And with Goog with the inf amount of information that's on the internet now, you can right. find this information. Um, talk to your pastor, talk to your, you know, life group leader, your Sunday school leader, that kind of thing. Um, I, I would say, and, and then fourth, sorry, lastly, pull somebody else in to say, here's what I'm doing. Some accountability right? piece, can you yeah. Can you just call me and just check on me every day? Like, just check on me, see if I'm reading in the Bible, right? And, and that's... And then I think those would be the four things I would say. Yeah. So I want to I want to echo and just support your the the number three and the number four. I love number one and two. They're exactly right. Have a plan and follow it. Uh, uh, and the third one with the idea of um, you know having a notebook or something. One of the pieces that I think maybe this is new to you. Maybe you're not like a, a consistent Bible reader. You're inconsistent, or you or maybe you've not tried to read the Bible through in one year. He, here's what you're gonna experience. When you get into the grind of it and you're like, okay, this is what I'm doing, uh, caution yourself, guard your heart against the idea that this is just becoming a chore. Because you can read four chapters in the McShane version and crank them out and mark your sheet and move forward oh, yeah, yeah. and not let it impact you. And that's, there's no point. Why, why, why are you doing it? Yeah. So having that, that notebook there beside you, and I would encourage you not just to have it to say, I don't know what this means, but to even, like you said, prior to these four pieces, write a little devotional, have a prayer time, incorporate how am I going to apply what I just read into my daily life. Otherwise, yeah. you're just reading yeah. words and checking off a box. And the fourth thing you said was... Pull somebody in. Have the accountability piece. Yeah. And, I, and I'll tell you what we're going to... Well, I'm excited to announce that we're going to start doing is in our services here at Mount Moriah... We're going to um, use our uh, a a, a re our our public reading time uh, where we you know we typically read a scripture and you know just have that the Bible read out loud. Um, uh, thank you, Nehemiah, uh, for teaching us to do that. Uh, uh, but we're going you know as we do that, I think this year we're going to try to have some consistency that says, "Hey, here was something that was read this week. Hey, are you still doing that?" And kind of try to bring that accountability into uh, the, the 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 congregational setting. But I yeah. encourage you to do it. What you said to have a personal, interpersonal accountability. Yeah. So I mean, even well. even even our life groups could even you know you know follow along with the Bible. Like the Bible reading plan, it's, it's really simple. It's 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 chronological this year. Uh, we're going to reference it a lot, and it's going to go along with our vision and direction for 2023. Now, it's not we're not changing anything from our church. We're still a church that loves God, loves people, makes disciples. Absolutely. How do we make disciples, right? And so we're going to gather. We're going to grow, we're going to give, and we're going to, going to, going to go. That's our covenant. That th Those things are going to be the same. But the vision for the sermon series and in our teaching is going to be the gospel. You're like, hey, cool, a church is going to talk about the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> Every sermon this year is going to see where do we see the gospel chronologically in the Bible, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and go through it uh, that way. But do it chronologically. Where is the gospel in this moment in the biblical narrative right yes and, and i want to i want to say this on our wednesday nights we're going to start looking at how do we share our faith what is the gospel how do we share it how do we have conversations about it and then within a five mile radius of our church we want to have gospel conversations with the folks that live around us right so we want to be very intentional about the gospel this year the bible can be summed up i think in one word redemption right it is god's plan of redemption and he reveals it to us uh, today in 2022 and so we're going to focus on the gospel now that sounds you know obvious but there are churches that do other things for their sermons that are more i would say self-help 
right? Mm -hmm. The the, the mm -hmm. more more things like that. Uh, but we really want to be intentional this year about the gospel. How do we share it? Where do we find it? What's the story of the Bible, right? And right. so that, that's where we're headed. And uh, not just this is an interesting story about you know a guy who got his hair caught in a while he was riding a horse. Yeah, the you goal know, is we're not going to use the word story, right? Yeah. This is not a story. This is happens to real people, yeah. real life, real and time. How, yeah. And how does the gospel message weave into all yeah. that is, yeah. is, is a really cool That's the goal, right? It, yeah. it, it, I think this is our biggest kind of series. It's going to be 52 weeks yeah. of the gospel and where do we find it and how, and how do we pull that out? Uh, where do we see it, right, in Scripture? So that's where we're headed cool. uh, for 2023. Really excited about that. That's our direction. Uh, this, this moment in the podcast, Ryan Allen. Right now, you have some things you thought about, and I you, do. you want, want to kind of talk about. Yeah, so let's so do it. You, we started, uh, you know, the the chit chat session at the chit very very beginning. Chat. We were talking a little bit about our Christmas, uh, and it's a wonderful time to give presents, and you know, people do that. And I uh, got the hookup this year um, with regard to the kitchen. So I I I, I love I love cooking. I am a big fan. When I married my wife, hey, we hit twenty years this this yeah, you year. did. I know you just we we just celebrated your twentieth. I'm yeah, I'm about five six months away from it. Anyway, when when we got married, we made a deal, and I said I I enjoy cooking, I enjoy doing that whole thing, and she said I do not, and <laughs> <laughs> and I said I don't enjoy cleaning, and she said uh, I'll 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 pick that up. If we can have a partnership, like like let's, let's so you that, that was basically why we got married. Yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, I need to find a woman. That's, that's right. We'll clean up this, after me, that. and yeah. I'll cook for her. And so anyhow, it, awesome. it, it has worked well for 20 years. Yeah. So for, for now, I feel like I'm taking the next step in my culinary journey. Um, I have. I think You've I've transcended. I've transcended. I'm going to a new level um, where I am like thoughtful about what. I mentioned this to my brother-in-law the other day, like what I'm going to do when I retire. And that's 15, 20 years away, uh, you know, from, from real retirement yeah. from my career. But I'm, 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 I'm looking at a food truck in the eye. Nice. I'm thinking about moving down that direction. And right now I'm honing my skills. I, I got a lot of, uh, kitchen gadgets and apparatus yeah. for Christmas. And I'm just super excited to, to be cooking and to be doing it. I've got, you know, I, my Blackstone is my baby right now. I've got uh, a Weber Smoky Mountain uh, smoker that I, I we've yeah. talked a lot about smoking meat yeah. on here. I'm just I'm really in that groove right now and and loving that. Tell, so my my one of my questions for you is where what how was your Christmas? What did you did you did you get gifts? Did you give good gifts? Yeah, I think I think Christmas was good. I got I really wanted one book uh, this year, and I got it. I'm gonna talk more about it at the end, but it's called Be Thou My Vision. Okay, and it is. I'm really excited about it. Nice. And that's uh, that's kind of I'll I'll plug it there and then at the end I'll sure. kind of come back bring, to bring, bring bring more. But but I I, I got a really good just giving gifts this year was really cool. Uh, and Braden got a lot of cool things that he really put on his list and and Emma the same. But it's we're we're kind of moving more towards like we want to experience things as a family and so a lot of our things are now experience yes uh, driven and so. Braden's still nine, so he still gets like the the, the, toys. the things. Yes, um, you but, know I'm still nine, but yeah. So <laughs> if if that's the measure, <laughs> I'm very much like the like the toys. I, yeah. I want the things, but um, I did get my daughter an experience. I'm going to take her to a concert this year that ha that happened until February, and so that's 
that was she was super excited about that. Yeah, that's that's a fun gift. My brother and sister, uh, my brother-in-law and sister, are caught up in the Southwest mix. You know, I don't know. Uh, I mean, everybody who's in America probably knows about the airline <laughs> situation that's going on yeah. now. Um, they got down to they were supposed to fly to El Paso, got to Houston, and were stuck. So they rented a car and drove 10 hours Yuck. to El Paso where their luggage was. No, thank you. So their luggage got there, but they, they couldn't get on. I don't know. I don't, it is crazy. 10 hours that's on a That's kind of like our, the Arizona trip we took, we took last that's right. year. It was, and it was like, hey, let's rent cars and just drive an entire vacation. Yeah. We were supposed to fly into Phoenix, but yeah. we could only get one into Vegas. Yeah. And you're like, oh, they're out there in the West somewhere. Driving in the West is different than driving in Kentucky. Like you can totally. get to where we want in like an hour or less here, yeah. but to get anywhere in the West, like they didn't live next to each other. No. Like it's everything is so stinking spread out. Yeah, and well, I think we put like twelve hundred miles on our rental cars. Crazy. It was it was crazy. Yeah, it was. Crazy. My sister's enduring that right now with the, the, but but that was a big Christmas gift. The reason I say that is because that was their big gift. They were yeah. going to go on a vacation. It was their experience. So. Um. All right, so as we are rounding uh, 2023, I thought it would be interesting, or rounding the corner, looking at 2023, yeah. to talk about the biggest events that happened in 2022. Like, the the listener, this is the end. Like, this is the last podcast. This is it for 2022. For 2022. Yeah. So I thought it would be interesting, maybe uh, to have a, a debate or whatever, to say what were the biggest events globally, nationally, locally, yeah. um, in the year 2022. Let's so, so let's start with the world, the global world. Um, things that are maybe in contention. Yeah. Uh, the the Summer Olympics happened. Or, yes. Excuse me. No, no, no. Winter Olympics happened <laughs> yes. back in February. No, I, I, I think that's like, everybody's like, really? That was this year? So I, mean, I don't think it's going to win. It came but, and went. Yeah. Um, Summer Olympics, but those come every four years, so that's a rarity. Yeah, but they were just kind of, huh? I didn't even I remember that uh, happened. No, thinking back, I don't think anything stood out to me. I don't remember Olympics. anything if it did. I watched it. I liked watching the Olympics, but yeah. it another piece that's in contention is the FIFA World Cup. That's a that's a big huge one. A thing, big one. right? Yeah. The whole it's the largest watched event in the world, literally yeah. in history, and. You know, with Messi winning it all, and you know the the that whole storyline was very very cool. Yeah, I'm still Team Ronaldo. Sorry, I know, I know, but it, it, nonetheless, that was that's in contention. <laughs> the Queen died. Yes, globally, and that we still a- drink sweet tea <laughs> in Kentucky. No, I, I feel bad that someone died. Yes, and she yeah, was very right. she was a queen for what eighty years. Yes, a long, a long time. Yeah. long time. And yeah. it was a you know global event. Everybody, yes, we she still was won the Revolutionary War. We did. Sorry. No, no I doubt have to about throw it. you have to throw it in there with <laughs> the Queen. Sorry. Do you? I think so. Okay, fair enough. Um, now, and and in fourth, not fourth place, but um, a, another piece that maybe is in in. I think I'm going in reverse order. Uh, <laughs> COVID. Can't deny that it was still, still a major. Still around, yeah. it, I think we hit 500 million cases in 2022, and and still on the rise. I think the world is dealing with it worse now than, yeah. than what we are. Right? I agree. We're still dealing with it, but I think it's worse yep. in those third world countries. So, you know, yeah, you know, that kind of thing. And my opinion of the biggest event globally yep. is Russia invading Ukraine. Yeah, it's dominated. Yeah, you know. Since what February? February yeah. is when they invaded. Yeah, and I think that has just been that war has has. And I mean, I think it will it will uh, on some level define the year. Yeah, I th- I think so. Um, I wasn't 
uh, the president of Ukraine, wasn't he like man of the year? Yeah. Uh, I don't on, know. On something. I'm sure. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, we just uh, voted for a bill. We, the United States, the Congress, uh, just passed a spending bill that has a ton of stuff for Ukraine as far as weapons and money. Um, I want to say like $43 billion. But yeah, that that's a big one. That was uh, for think, So yeah, yeah. Th those are good global. Yeah. Uh, nationally. Nationally. Yeah. What's going on nationally? So, I mean, we could get into politics, and I don't, this really isn't what this podcast is designed for, but the, um, you got it, the immigration issue, and, okay. you know, yeah. all the stuff that's happening in, in Texas and the border and all that stuff, it's, yeah. it kind of dominates the headlines. Um, I, I, I think weather has been a big deal. I think for us locally, that's going to take the cake in, in the, at the state level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. natural disasters. Um, I, but I do think that the biggest event that happened nationally was the overturning of Rover's Way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's that's the biggest, I yeah. think. It, I, and especially from our lens on this podcast. You know, I was in Washington, D.C. not long after that, that event happened this summer. And, you know, the protests and the, and the, and the things that carried on, it was really a divisive thing. Um, uh, and, and it has trickled down, you know, to the state level or to wherever it may be. But it was, um, I, I think that's a pretty memorable event that happened nationally um, for, our, for our country. You agree? Yeah, I think, uh, I think the statistics since 1973 until when it was before we eradicated it, I guess. Um, I want to say it's 63 million. Yeah, 63 million, 63 and a half million. Uh, abortion since 1973 that's 63 million more plus lives mm. right that have been lost because of a law and then through prayer through the intervention of god and voters you know it has been overturned and it's now at the state level to to decide um each state for themselves what they're going to do with abortion and how they're going to kind of kind of either uh allow it or, or disallow it so yeah I think that's that's huge. That that's nationally that would be the biggest thing for me. I th yeah, I yeah. mean there there are. Uh, I went through the global. I listed five things, and and for the national one, I didn't. But we're, I know we're kind of running long on time. But I, I think that it, you know if we're going to pick one, and and then I won't even list many for Kentucky. I will I will just say that I think that the natural disasters that that Kentucky endured this year. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, with the hurricane flooding uh, in flooding, Eastern Kentucky, with the tornadoes, tornado that, and Mayfield, Mayfield yeah. and and the flooding that was. Um, Gosh, your heart just breaks for for those families that, you know, uh, one of our deacons here, uh, his mom lives in in Mayfield, and he spent a couple, oh, not quite two months. Yeah, yeah. He works for the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers, and and was on a project over there in his hometown. Yeah. Um, and just the devastation that these people are enduring is, um, you know, still going on. That's not something that oh, yeah. you can I mean, just yeah. You're still recovering from right. It, yeah. Um. I, I, I'd say pretty big. You know, we argued a little bit about Kentucky Derby and the things that happen in, in Kentucky, and those are, you know, perennial things that always go on, but I, I think that the, the, boy, the natural disasters that hit Kentucky this year were, were pretty big. I, th I think shortly behind that would be Jeff Brom coming back to Louisville. <laughs> um, it's going to be huge, right? No go doubt. look at the recruiting yeah. class. I mean, Louisville, the University of Louisville's basketball program with the with the win. Now we've got, what, two or three? Uh, two or three wins now, yeah. I think. Uh, they're they're kind of moving in the right direction. Last night, I, man, I was on Twitter during the Kentucky game. Oof. Like, they, I guess I haven't been following Calipari, but, like, people are like, 
fifty-one million dollar buyout's not that bad. Yeah, like they want to get rid of him. Like I know. In it's so, an eight and three record. Like eight, they're not. Well, now eight and four. Not, they lost not, last night. But come on. I, I know. Mean, I'm in agreement. But I mean. <laughs> but here's the, the thing. So the human measure of it. <laughs> here, here's success. what I'd say. But for Calipari, his his coaching mentality, his, the way he runs the program is one and dones. Yep. That is really hard to sustain. And I've said it since the beginning. Like. I, that's gonna. It's it's the hardest way to coach, no doubt. Yeah, and I think hard. Cal's a pretty good coach, and and if he didn't have that mindset, he can build a program. Uh, but but he has that mindset, and the measure of and and, and two, I don't care who if you're Cal or you're the the most you know it's, he's probably the most famous coach in America. It doesn't matter. The Kentucky faithful's measure of success is national oh, championship. Yeah, you gotta win it every year. I mean you you gotta win a national championship. <laughs> and I don't then care. Louisville now is like I would say op- equal opposite is <laughs> make, like make the tournament. Let's just be patient. <laughs> right. And let's just he's building a program, right? He's doing his thing. This is first year coach, right? Right. He's a he's a Louisville boy. Uh he he's you know he is a lo- as local as you can get and fans are 50 50 like yeah let's just be patient and then other fans are like why are we why are we doing this like, yeah so but again yeah, but there's a there's a lot of uh a, a little uh, jump ship on the old cow train it was bad on twitter yeah. like when somebody wrote 51 million dollar buyout 51 or 52 million buyout doesn't sound that bad i'm like that's insane here's like, what i heard though yeah. i don't know i haven't done the research someone just told me this he has a lifetime contract <laughs> which doesn't mean that he will always be the coach yeah he in his he's lifetime contract yeah right he i think if he's not the coach he becomes the ad yeah he's connected to kentucky somehow For life. Some way. yeah I, is the way i understand yeah. it. here's that what could i be say. wrong here's i'm not I gonna throw that out there. to kentucky the university as a whole suckers i mean <laughs> he whatever i mean look he earned it yeah and he got it yeah and man yeah you know but now you're stuck yep uh, I mean, shoo all right as we end this podcast yeah. i want to share some things um and you can jump in for the podcast moving forward i want to do some things this year uh this season this coming season i guess season four right okay um but i want to use uh, a book uh concise theologies by j.i packer um it is a page and a half for, for each theological topic. Um, and I want to use that in each podcast. Like, Love so it. I'll read it for the week. You can read, you have a yeah. copy too. read it for that. That first topic will be the next podcast. That's going to be kind of the title and we'll just break it down. We'll talk about it. We'll see, you know, where we are as a local church, that kind of thing. So faithful listener, grab yourself a copy of yeah. concise, concise theology. theology. I think it's like 13, 14 bucks. It's not expensive. Uh, and it, Walk it's along a with very us. easy read. Yeah. Uh, the next book I'm going to be reading uh, for me is The Holiness of God uh, by R.C. Sproul. Um, it is good. It's up there with J.I. Packer's A Quest for Godliness, uh, but Holiness of God, R.C. Sproul. Um, I've read it multiple times. I'm going to continue to do that this year. Love and it. then the book I mentioned earlier is Be Thou My Vision. Now, Be Thou My Vision is a personal, you can use it for family devotional. It's 31-day devotional. Now, I said steer clear of devotionals as your replacement for reading the word yeah yeah but this is not a devotional as in like i'm reading someone else's quiet time with god this is a devotional that says start with a song okay. start with a psalm start with a passage and then it moves into different liturgical uh things in each day with that at the end of the book appendice number one is the mcshane reading plan so cool. you're plugging those four chapters into your daily liturgical moment so it's a daily time of worship for you or your family cool. that kind of thing love it 
and then appendices like two or three um it is the westminster catechism uh and it is uh, another shorter catechism um that says basically kind of same things as concise theology who is god who is man what is the bible what is the church that kind of thing and i'm going to plug that into each day so that's the goal but concise like theology be that my vision those are the two big ones and then holiness of god cool. is, is kind of what i'll be focusing on along with mapping out the sermons for where do we find the gospel the gospel yeah the thread that weaves it all it's together. a lot so yeah a lot of it is going to go back to the gospel i want to read a passage from revelation cool. uh, as as i feel like i'm done yeah, yeah but uh if, if you want to add anything to, to to this revelation 22 verse 12 this is the words of jesus to john as he's seeing these visions um for revelation as the revel as jesus is revealing you know what's about to happen and he says behold i am coming soon bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done i am the alpha and the omega the first and the last the beginning and the end like jesus himself says to john i'm coming soon and he yeah. says to the readers of 2022 i'm coming soon and so mm -hmm. we want to do everything we can here locally to to await his return and to also share the good news uh, about that it's is. coming yeah 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 that's it i love it ryan and I, I i love you and i'm grateful that you let me be on your podcast with you and i i just want to kind of close things out with telling our listeners i i pray for you i don't know your names and i don't know who you are but i i often i often think of you and uh pray over you and that wherever you are in your walk of life be it in Canada, where our one percent of listeners are, or right mm. here in Kentucky, <laughs> and you're local. I don't. I, I I think about you, and I pray that that you are using your um, God-given talents to 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 share, uh, to love on people, to love God, and to you know make this world a better place. I think that if we look at the the culture around us, that you can pretty easily and quickly get depressed. Um, with the path and the direction that things are going. But I choose a different path. I choose joy, and I choose to know that I'm a child of God, and I choose to know that his son is returning, and I choose to know that here in my local church I can uh, find like-minded people and, and continue to praise God and worship God, and I pray that you are as well. Yeah. Love you guys. Love you, Ryan. and Thanks, all man. The, Happy Love 2022. You. Love God. Love people. Make disciples. disciples. It's like 80s. It's like, yeah, it is. Very synthesizer. I feel like it's 80s. Very Stranger Things. <laughs>